A good run is better than a bad stand. That is what my father used to tell me. My dad lost a special election in 1964 in his first bid to become a member of the Detroit City Council. I believe I was in the seventh or eighth grade. The morning after the election, my little brother Emery and I had to go to school. Most kids could care less about the election. But one boy in my class came up to me, snarled his lips, and said, Your dad is nothing but a loser. I hauled off and hit him, choked him, and tried to hurt him. The boy gasped, Nicholas, I'm going to kill you. I replied, You will have to kill me because I'm going to keep putting a whipping on you until you shut up. My father heard about me and Emery fighting kids at school who had something to say about the election. He pulled me aside and said, Nick, sometimes a good run is better than a bad stand. I thanked my dad for his advice, but told him I thought I was handling myself okay. The next year, my father ran again and was elected and seated as the only African American on the Detroit City Council. He preceded the first black mayor, and when he was on the council, he was there all by himself representing his race and his people. He told me and Emory that he ran in part because he could not stand the thought of us fighting because he had lost an election. I share this story because there is a time in life when you have little choice but to stand up, protect yourself, and move forward. Psalm 57 is a psalm that is said to have been written when David was on the run from King Saul. Saul felt threatened by David and wanted to eliminate him as a threat. David respected Saul as king, and because Saul was the father of his wife, David's response was to take the fighting man and his mother and father into the caves at Abdullam. These caves are in Judah, not far from Bethlehem in Jerusalem. I imagine that as a youth, David had played in these caves. He and the others went into the caves for protection and a chance to catch their breath. In verse 4, David says, I lie down with lions. There are two ways of looking at this verse. I used to think that it meant that he felt surrounded by danger, with lions lurking around him. And yes, that was true, but he was also, uh, he very well could have been talking about his brothers and the 400 or so fighters who accompanied him into the cave, that in a sense they were like lions, and David lies down with the lions. He himself was often referred to as the Lion of Judah. David was a lion among lions. The lions around him were his strength, his protection and motivation to keep fighting. But sometimes in the middle of a battle, even the warrior must take rest. I want to thank you for reading Psalm 57 with me. I hope the image of David retreating to a cave is meaningful to you. It's important to note that David does not remain in the cave long. After a while, the prophet Gad comes to David and tells him it's time to leave the cave. And there's a time in life to enter the cave, but also a time when you have to leave your cave of security and protection. When David eventually leaves the cave, he and his men settle in a forest And that is where they can fight and move freely without detection. And so the question I raise to you is this. Is there a lion in your life? 
Do you lie down with lions or do you run from the lions? Do you see yourself as a lion or do you see yourself as a victim and the prey uh, at the mercy of other people? Read with me Psalm 57. And as we read this psalm, I encourage you to think about the role of God as our protector and provider. Psalm 57. Praise and assurance under persecution. To the leader, do not destroy of David a miktam when he fled from Saul in the cave. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for in you <clears throat> my soul takes refuge. In the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until the destroying storms pass by. I cry to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He will put to shame those who trample on me. God will send forth his steadfast love and his faithfulness. I lie down among lions that greedily devour human prey. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongues sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They set a net for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my soul. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness extends to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. Let us pray. Lord, I lift you up. Lord, I praise your name. I bow down and give you glory and honor. Your light shines above, around, and beyond all imagination. I approach you today for protection from those who would do me harm. Protect me from those who seek to chip away at my progress. Shelter me from those who make a mockery of justice and fairness. Cover me from my own temptation to procrastinate. Redeem me from the missteps and mistakes and misjudgment I've made. Lord, grant me the strength of a lion, the speed of the cougar, the flight of an eagle, and the wisdom of the owl. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to walk with me through this journey of reading and reflecting upon Psalm 57. I hope it has been a blessing to you. It's certainly been a blessing to me. And if you're ever in the Detroit area, I invite you to stop by the church where I serve as pastor, the Plymouth United Church of Christ, which is located at 600 East Warren Avenue, right in the tip top of the Medical Center area of Detroit. Worship is on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning, but also Wednesdays at noon. Until we meet again, God bless you.